Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So, what's the most trivial, like I'm talking most ridiculously <laughs> petty reason that you've had an argument in a relationship? Ah, very good. What springs to mind instantly, and I can't recall a specific actor, but I'm sure in a relationship gone by that we would have had a feud over, like, she thinks he's a good actor and I do not think that they're a good actor. <laughs> and, and then, then it it's escalates just, to the point where you're How can you How can you think he's a good He just stammers his way through and you're just like, why are we... They didn't disparage Killian Murphy, did they? <laughs> oh no, my no, God. no, 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 no. This was defending uh, Hugh Grant in the 90s. Oh, as well, as, well I mean, I don't... I wouldn't call Hugh Grant a good actor, but he warms the cockles of my heart yes, regardless. See, but you, you, you can't help it. So, so something like that. Maybe recently there's some things... In a relationship where your partner will do something and you know in the core of your being that no matter how many times you ask them or tell them or whatever, that they will always keep doing that one thing. And it's just not worth like hitting the roof and yep. and, ex- and uh, having a big deal over it. But my partner, I'm going to dob her in. Oh. She, uh, so she'll whip the, the lid off her, uh, a Vegemite or a peanut butter okay. and then put the knife straight through the lid, the tin foil. Oh, I'd straight into the into the thing. She won't peel off the protective foil. Oh. Straight through that into the peanut butters to end end away. So what? Lunacy. Uh, okay, right? so Lunacy. I <laughs> I will stab the foil in order to peel off the foil no, because no, the, sometimes no. the peeling mechanism is broken. <laughs> I dream for removing the foil. Liz. I dream of that <laughs> oh, day. No. So yes, those little those little things where yeah. it's just like this doesn't matter yeah. in the greater scheme of the universe and our relationship. But of course, you. So yes, we'll have a. That to me seems quite. What was your word in the question? Uh, petty, petty or insignificant, yeah. yes. or you know, so the, the most minor thing that you've had an argument yeah, over. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty minor. Mine, and mine was over the fact that I like uh, Promite instead of Vegemite. Ah, so it's we both got condiment-based. Uh, <laughs> did Marmite get arguments. a mention? Marmite did, doesn't even rate a mention, but I'm a Promite whiz. person because Vegemite's far too salty and disgusting. Ah. Um, and yeah, I just. It, uh, there, a lid was flipped. <laughs> Twas not mine. <laughs> and that, yes, yeah. this insignificant yeah. thing became a huge, comes a huge. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I guess maybe <laughs> this says a lot about my relationship because there's a few food-based arguments that we had. <laughs> but I also used to get in trouble for saying, I don't like this food. I don't. And they're like, you didn't try it. I'm like, no, but I have tried it in the past and I am aware. Yeah, that's wrong. You're allowed to try something and not like there it. Were, okay. and, and to this day, I still actually will try everything now because I genuinely feel the guilt from oh dear, I know, it's not great. It's not, 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 not wonderful. <laughs> so not quite. It doesn't. It's one of those things that seems insignificant at the time but it was an overarching massive problem Mm, i'm liz best welcome to ghosts of boyfriends fast sorry to bum everyone out with my relationship history (laughs) yet again that's okay hello personal brand now and hello all that is a (laughs) that is a bit of a brand for you elizabeth and getting um getting outraged at other people's stories that's why we have a podcast welcome to a main episode of ghosts of boyfriends past everybody we're blessed with a guest once again and this is a returning guest i don't know how many times he's been in now like three or four 
well, times. Three, three, three times. Three. Good lord. I'm three. into it. Must be getting something good out of it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's your man, Alex Smith. Hello, it's me again. Hey, Alex. Thank <laughs> hey, you for coming you back on again. We love it when you come and share stories with us. Well, thank you. Yes. I, I think have the many. last one you told about was, was when you were driving to a date with a car full of water. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that and relationship is still good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're going to have to go back and listen to the context of that uh, story because I'm not going to give you any no, more no, no, no. of that. Just, just picture it, car, full so of your, water. Your hmm. third time back behind microphone, Alex, did... Is it cathartic? Is it freeing to to really to tell your story, you, or is it just I'm? They ask me and I'm back. Uh, all all of the above. All of I That's like that. The the wonderful thing of having BPD is multiple unstable relationships, <laughs> yes, which sounds like multiple uh, tales of hilarity to me. Yes, content. We always say every bad date's a good story. Yes, we so. we are podcast hosts that have a show to to run, so uh, so we're allowed to celebrate uh, other people's. Because uh, if you don't laugh, you're going to cry about it. Yes, Nobody wants that yes. today. So, so welcome back, you. Uh, <laughs> Alex is a returning guest, so he's he's gone through the rules so many times already <laughs> on this here show. But we do have to air them for various reasons. And rule number one uh, on this show is uh, an alias, please, for the people or persons you were talking about today. Yes. That tumbles into rule two, so that you Columbus at home who put together who Alex is and who they're talking about today, there's no doxing, sharing of information. Keep your pitchforks sharpened, but not, they're not necessary here. All right, they'll it's to you, we'll use them in the future as a society, I'm sure, but not here for this story. And uh, rule number three, Alex, on air, on microphone, no rule, uh, no, no, no rules. rules. No rules. I love it. Yeah. I've been Tom Harris. Was, uh, thank you very much. I was much. filming that for my this one is, second a day, so I have it on record. This, is, uh, this has been no rules. This has been really fun. Uh, I hope the new host uh, all the best on this show. No threats on microphone, please, Alex. Oh, no means threats. Yeah, that's absolutely the kind of person I am. Yeah, yes, you strike me as a threatening someone on mic <laughs> yeah, kind of guy, Alex. Brand new rule just for you. But that's it. That's we got. We got a premise. We got a guest. We got some rules. I'm going to relax. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. I think. <laughs> where do you want to take us from? Uh, where, where situate us? Well, I was going to talk about, because I feel it's important for the listeners, because the listeners are like, oh, Alex has come to the table with this story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to talk about a much more hectic relationship, but I was concerned that people around the relationship may have... Like, not the person it was about, but, like, one of their friends. And then they are mentioned in it. And then that it's not who you think it is. But I thought... I it be... literally had no name in my brain just then. <laughs> but I thought it would, I thought it would be a whole thing. Uh, and I was like, no, that's scary. So now I'm telling a different story. And I don't want the audience to be like, why did he feel the need to come on and just, like... Talk? But it's like, oh, no, it's just because I'm a scared. So, my... look, coming on the podcast can sometimes be a little bit scary. Um, but... Alex, should you wish to chat off mic about this story, we can strategize ways mm. that we can make it less scary for all involved. And I'll just That's a good quickly way to uh, jump in and defend Alex. Uh, whenever someone has the bravery to come on to a podcast and tell a story about their life, that's on them. We yep. can't. Uh, we can't ask for. All right, you've got a dirty, filthy story. Let's have it. No, they when they're ready to share it, they yep. share it. So yep. we never, we never want to pressure our, go- our guests. Our ghosts. Our ghosts. I love it. Our <laughs> 
No, <laughs> don't want to pressure them, leave them be. So, yes, and if anyone's listening, just before we get into Alex's story, if you are a little bit worried um, about a particular story but you think it's important, we can do all kinds of things. We can de-identify you, you can write me in dot points and I can read it out. We've mm. even strategized with somebody else that she can put on an accent and pretend she's from somewhere completely different, mm. completely desituated and and change all the – there's ways, man. We can wait if, – if it's a lesson that people need to learn and hear about, we can fix it so that no one will know who you're Absolutely. talking about. Mm. Alex, new well, story. This is the story of Melbourne Lady. Ah, oh, oh, cool. Hi, Melbourne Lady. <laughs> uh, so uh, the year is a different year to the current year. Great. It is the past. It is after the big first awful relationship I spoke about on the show. Right. Um, after another one I intend to talk about, but before the nice one I'm in currently. <laughs> Um, and I posted a TikTok mm-hmm. because I am a musician. I'm your mm-hmm. man, Alex Smith, on Bankhouse, Spotify, and iTunes, and also well, we'll on TikTok. Let you, <laughs> we'll let you plug all of that at the end for sure. Well, thank you. Um, and I didn't realize at the time, I was just curious, but mm-hmm. it was a thirst trap TikTok. Oh. And the, the thing is like, oh, at the on the count of four, you look up as if someone said your name and that's your like oh. responding face. And so I was like, I wonder if I have like a, a sh- you know, shitty face when I look up when people call my name because I uh, am not always aware of what I'm doing with my face and body. I feel so- like mine would be like, what? Like yeah. really Fuck like, yeah. <laughs> really like, what are you bothering me with? Yep. Fuck off. Exactly. Like I've got, yeah. yeah. So I posted it and funnily enough, the audio has been removed now. So now there's just this weird silent picture of me looking up going, oh, hey. <laughs> um, and someone, someone commented something. Okay. I can't even remember what the comment was. Okay. But ever the entrepreneur that I am, <laughs> I can't remember what they said or how I got to it, but I was like, oh, if, if you like my music, you should follow me on Spotify and blah, blah, blah. And I'm on Instagram and stuff. I can't remember why. Always be hustling. Always be hustling. Um, And they took me up on it and looked at my Instagram and stuff. And then we just started getting to talking. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, she was like, this might sound crazy, but do you want to have like a Zoom date? That's not crazy. That's Mm, very, well, these days, that's very, that's what happens. Yeah. COVID's a thing still. Yeah. Despite what everybody else says. It was much more of a thing at the time as yes. well. It was, it was definitely a normal thing to do. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, sure. Actually, no, before that, I should say, we were talking and then it led to kind of sexy talking. Hot. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, oh, she was like, can I add you on Facebook? And I was like, yeah, sure, um, because I'm ancient. Oh, <laughs> and- I still have Facebook, but Facebook's the one that I only ever add people that I know to. Mm. I'll add anybody else to any other service, but Facebook I gatekeep. Yeah, that's a yeah. good way to be. But we were having a chat and we were, you know, it was slowly becoming a sexual thing. And I think she was like, oh, what if I do this? And Ooh. And I, I had been, you know, as someone in the music scene, reading countless terrible stories of people being awful. So I was like, I, I'm going to pump the brakes on this because I, I'm worried that this might be like an abuse of power because you found me online. And I think maybe you've got like an inflated sense of who I am. Uh, so I'm just going to pump the brakes on this because it feels a little icky. And she was like, that's fair. Yes, and, uh, I feel that is a smart decision. Yep, also. also, she is from Melbourne. And at that point, I don't know if I was aware of it. But I later became aware of like, oh, this is someone from like across the 
country. <laughs> I was going to say across the world. Across the world. No, nope, we live in that country. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, we started just kind of chatting and becoming buds. And it, I discovered that she was 36, uh, no, 35, which at the time was six years older than me. Okay. And up until then, I have been dating people who are my age or younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm always like a right well that didn't work you know maybe this is it or right that didn't Mm. work and I had come out of a relationship which had gone like you know there was the big terrible relationship the laughably terrible relationship after that where I was like again what the fuck (laughs) Um, and then this one where it was like those people seemed to hate me being me this person seems to like me being me Mm-hmm. So, so maybe encu- yeah, so encouraging on the on the on the surface at least, or at the beginning to yeah. look at it, yeah. And like, it's also like an interesting story, and like, who am I to you know if you know whimsy and you know opportunities and stuff, and maybe maybe this is some cool fate thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to shut down opportunities. So I was like, oh, I'll see where this is going, and we talked a bit, and yeah, we we started becoming familiar with each other, and we never really put a label on it um but she was like hey i'm coming up to brisbane so you'd had the zoom date oh so then we had a zoom date right she was like hey can we have like a a zoom date and just chat a bit just because of the fact that i am very conscious that whenever i meet somebody online and i know Mm. that you can deep fake this shit now but Mm. back in the old days having a video chat with somebody was sort of a way to verify that they were who they said they were i don't know all about ai and what what they can make faces and voices do now but I mean, it's still good policy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say every every stage where it progressed, I felt like she was progressing it. Right. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you were um, yes ending the whole yeah. relationship. I was like, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Um, and so we had a, a Zoom date mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, you got a nice vibe. You know, because oh, sometimes you're on Hinge and you're like, they seem nice. And then you'll do like their voice chat and they'll be like, ah, <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> I did not get your vibe through the images no. and text, but now I do. Um, but she had a nice vibe. And I was like, yeah. And so we were chatting. We were becoming close. And then a few weeks, I think maybe one month in, um, quite early, she was like, oh, I I have a friend who's getting married in Brisbane. So I'm coming up for the weekend to stay in uh, Effie Pepper's. Okay. Um, Just so happens to be where our little studio is <laughs> yeah. located. I didn't want to dox you. Um, it's okay. <laughs> we can't even get up here sometimes. Yeah, the security yeah, is so good. No one, no one in the world wants to assassinate a, po- a podcast. No. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty safe. But uh, she was like, did you want to meet up in person? Because, you know, if we're going to be doing a long distance thing, then, you know, usually what kills it is you, you date for a year and then you meet up and then it you like you realize that you don't mesh. Mm. So did you want to meet up early? And I was like, yeah, that makes complete sense yeah let's figure out if we mesh and if we're investing our time into something worthwhile Mm. and i was like don't you want to spend time with your friend at their wedding she's like well i don't really like that friend very much Uh, so like uh, i'm fine i was like mm. but aren't you coming up for their wedding Uh, and of course now i'm like she obviously just said that to come and meet you you fucking dingus yeah i I wasn't gonna say but i was (laughs) (laughs) But, but i was like what about your friend's wedding but she came up and also like I do, I'm all, all for, because I am a broke little fuck. And she was like, I'll pay for the whole thing. You know, like, I'm, I'm right. coming up. Yeah. And I was like, I Your can. Your shout, I'm in. I was like, I can be a sugar baby for a weekend. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, so she came up and we, 
And also, we talked on the phone a lot for mm-hmm. hours every night. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was talking on the phone with her right up until I saw her because I was driving to her and was like, oh, yeah, I'm just parking. And then we were talking and then uh, she got off the ferry and I was like, oh, hey. And then we hung up and there she was. And it was nice. Cute. And we had a hug. Um, and I was all antsy because I'm someone who, if it's like, yeah, we're going to go to this place, I can't relax until I'm at the place. Yeah. Yes. Get to the place where I'm going to be yeah. and then yeah. you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. Then you can relax. Oh, yes. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why I like meeting people at the place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but she was like, oh, my flight's at blah and they don't let us in until this time. Okay. So, I, so it was like, I'm going to be here for like a couple hours. And she was like, why don't we go to the library? <laughs> and then we can go to um, Goma. And that's Gallery of Modern Art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who's not in Queensland. Uh, and we were walking around and I could feel it was a little tense. But all, like, I was very aware of like, I don't want to lead this person on because it is, you know, a month in. Mm-hmm. We have been talking a lot exclusively. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a month in. And and, it's but not, also, yeah. it's day zero because you just met. Yeah. And also, I would hazard a guess, because you start long distance, that yeah. long distance I, you, feels different, can, can feel different. Like, mm. I, it's not a real relation. It's not a real thing mm. that's going on. And then suddenly, the, the proximity to you. Yeah. So the, the whole dynamic suddenly changes on you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, for me, the, the clock was ticking when we were a real people in the same space. Um. And yeah, and it was nice. And I could feel that there was like attention. I could tell that she was very anxious. Um, and she had she had a, a big insecurity about her age. Okay. Um, because she was older than me. Mm-hmm. And I I never really fed into that because I'd be a shitty thing. Like sometimes you can joke about stuff, but when someone's just like, I'm very insecure about this thing, yeah. then you don't joke about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could tell that she was feeling insecure as like, you know, an older person who had come to meet me. Um, and it was, yeah. So we sat down at Goma and I was very tired and I was feeling very overstimulated because uh, I'm a little autistic bean. And I was like, is it okay if I put my head on your leg? Uh, and she was like, yeah, that'd be nice. And I was about to, and I was like, now if I do this, I feel like this is locking us into a relationship, but we're on a concrete floor and my head will be cold and hard on the floor and she's so sitting down logic, and we're sitting down. You logic your way into this. Yeah, but I was like, no, no, it'll be fine. No one thinks about stuff as much as I do. Mm-hmm. So then I lay with my head on her leg. And then later she was like, when you put your head on my leg, that was when I knew everything was fine and that we were in a relationship. It's like, ah, oh, oh, fuck. No. But we went to the hotel and we unpacked and then we dilly-dallied for about 20 minutes and then we had the obligatory sex. The obligatory. obligatory. <laughs> the obligatory. We did it. Yeah, and I should point out as well that I'm asexual. So that's not me being like, of course we had to have sex. Like, uh, I, this was when I was kind of discovering my asexuality. And I've later learned a phrase which is so useful and so true, where it's like, you know, why do people who are asexual have sex then? It's like, because sex is often a passageway to the affection that you do want. Right. Mm, Which is like the cuddling and the closeness and all that stuff. But normies need the sex. So you kind of like, all right, then we have the sex and then we get to the blah. Also, at the time, I was identified as demisexual. Right. Um, Which, explain that to our listeners. That's, um, you don't feel sexual attraction unless you have a strong romantic connection. Oh, I don't know if it has to be romantic, but a strong connection to someone. Huh, maybe I'm that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. 
And I was like, oh, in the past, I've only. So I have to like know someone. I like I don't yeah. have one night stands because no, neither. I need to be keen on them first. Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe I'm a, I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'll research it. Anyway, yeah. continue. Um, but we had the sex, and odd choice on her part. She was like, oh, you you do it. Just like my ex did. He, no! was, aut- he was autistic. <laughs> no. And he, he did it the same uh, no. way every time. It was so boring. Oh, you know, it, yeah, that's it not... Just, that just kept getting worse. And I was like, thanks, babe. Um, but yeah, then, you know, the tension was gone after that. There was like the, do we like each other? And, blah, blah, blah. and we had some sex. And then we just hung out. And it was a nice weekend. And we went to the spa and we cuddled. And I think we watched a movie and we drank and... It was nice. It was a yeah. nice time. Yeah, it sounds good. And then she went back to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a teary goodbye at the airport. Because also, I'm like a fucking duck. And I imprint on people when I have sex with them. Oh. I'm like, <laughs> now I have feelings for you. Oh, right. Um, I cannot have a casual thing. You just catch feelings. Yeah. yeah. I think as well, because for me, sex is such a... Like a, this is not a thing I do because I want to. Yeah, I'm doing this. Hey, look, I've got I've got a couple of friends who pretty much say that is they don't have one night stands because they fall in love with their bits. Oh yes, like yeah. uh, through their bits, <laughs> or they all of a sudden they're just like, oh, I love you now. Okay, yeah. cool. So when she flies back to Melbourne, are you and is it a relationship that you two have now forged, or are you still? Uh, do you, is it a label? Do, have you labeled it? I suppose, or is it? Well, we're free not, and fresh and easy. We're not Facebook official yet. Mm-hmm. The most in the <laughs> most important, uh, important summit to climb, dude. Not so much these days, no. old man. <laughs> but I, I think, like, I think we felt like, oh, now we are we're exclusive. Well, shit. Compared to you, put your head on her leg, and she's like, mm. "Where it?" And you yeah. had sex with her, and you're like, "Okay, where it?" Like, you both yeah. had very different measures, but both of you were like, the threshold has been crossed. Yeah, we were like, we we have not said will you be my boyfriend girlfriend but we are both do people still do that i do i fear it clears stuff up yeah i mean i agree and that it should be a a discussion that's had but i just don't know whether it happens or whether i didn't use that language of will you now be my official girlfriend but uh, to get to like a date on uh, like an anniversary date i've uh, i asked a similar question like Mm. do you want to make this now an official or something like that so yeah but no not will you be my girlfriend i gotta say like i met a friend of mine's uh partner probably about i want to say four or five weeks after they started dating Mm. And this guy's in his 50s. Mm. And I was like, so are you guys boyfriend, girlfriend or what? And mm. the look on his face was like, oh, well, we're not really, we haven't discussed it. But like, yeah, I think like, yeah. Like, I just think that he wasn't used to using the words. Yeah, and I just right. was like, put him on the spot straight away. So yeah. sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, so teary, yeah. plain, goodbye. Yeah. We, we had had a, a connection for sure. Yeah. And I, I felt close to her and I was, yeah, we are exclusive. If, if one of us dated another person, we'd be understandably upset. Okay. Um, because we have a connection now. Sure. Uh, and I was telling mom and dad like, you know, yeah, you know, my, I, I have a girlfriend in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she, I felt like she fell in a lot quicker with me because mm-hmm. I was... And that, this was the relationship that taught me like, bro, you're in your late 20s slash early 30s. Things are different now. Mm-hmm. And I was taking it at like a 20 year old pace of like, mm-hmm. let's see if this works. Um, and so I was like, that was nice. You know, I saw her for 48 hours. It was nice. Yeah. Um, and, and we continued to talk. Uh, and I think she, yeah, she really fell for me 
a lot. And that sounds so fucking wanky to say. But I, I felt the affection from her was strong and evident and frequent. Yeah. Um, well, like people in our 30s, we know what we want. So we yeah. just go, all right, cool. Yeah. And are you are you commenting on this at the, during the relationship? Are you recognizing it at the time that she, or are you retroactively looking back and going, "Oh, she was much ahead." She was yeah. so at the time you don't know that she's ahead of you, no. right? Gotcha. I'm, I'm like, we're just two people f- yeah. feeling it up. Yeah, um, yeah. And she she became a twenty five dollar patron of mine, and she said, "I didn't want to do it before anything happened because I didn't want you to feel manipulated." That's Nice, which I appreciate, but she I'm did not, drop yeah. two hundred and fifty dollars on me because oh, it was a, it was a year like long subscription. Being paid for, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, so that happened. Having said that, if I ever date someone and you want to donate to my Patreon, <laughs> please yeah. do. <laughs> I was. Abs- we still got to set that up. <laughs> I was absolutely like. I think if she had more malicious intent, I'd be like, oh, paid for a weekend in a hotel, two hundred fifty bucks. This feels kind of love bomby. Yeah. Uh, she also bought me. Oh, no, no, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, but, so, we did that for a while, and then she was like, you should come down to Melbourne. Okay. Or did she come back up to Brisbane again first? Semantics. Mm. I, th- I think she came back up to Brisbane, and we hung out again. This time it was at my house, or maybe a different house. But I know that she was in my house at one point, um, and she met my family. My family loved her. Of course they did. Which made it really tough because I was yeah, like, I'm just great. trying to be like impartial and see if this is working. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we love her. She's the best girlfriend you've ever had. I recommend not introducing anyone to your family uh, unless you're willing to hear we love them. Yeah. Yes, it's, a, it's probably a but very good But perhaps before you're ready to hear we hate them because yeah. that's important <laughs> to hear too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then after that, she was like, you got to come to Melbourne. Of course. And I was like, I have no money. Like... I have no money. I would love I'm to. I'm a musician. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I'll save up and I'll do it. And she was like, nah, come come down. And I think I paid for my flights. because so I was like, I cannot let you pay for my flights. Right. So I paid for my flights, which was a lot yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, flights are expensive, man. Yeah. And she was like, but I'll pay for your food and everything while you're down here. And I was like, well, that's a very kind, it's not even a happy medium because you're doing the most of the paying right there. So thank you very much. I don't know. I feel like, how long did you stay for? Like a week? Yeah, a week of food is about a flight, mm. maybe. Mm. Anyway. But I... Sorry, I derailed that. No, no, you're okay. <laughs> um, so, so you I... went to Melbourne, you saved up, get to Melbourne on the flight that you paid for, yeah. but she's feeding you. Yeah. So I get there, and I think that was kind of what did it all for me, because I realized how different people we are. For starters, there was, like, the age gap, which obviously it isn't... A make or break thing for everybody but for me um it was something i noticed and she often commented on did she have a real grown-up house no okay no that's the thing it was like a one bedroom like and then a, a small bathroom it was really tiny oh tiny, see tiny i house. thought you were going to get there and she was going to be like a full real adult mm. and you were like oh shit because I know that when I've dated full real adults, even though I am technically a full real adult, I go, ah, okay. But uh, my, one of my favorite pieces of advice from Elizabeth on this show was uh, not necessarily an age difference, but mm. stage difference. She yeah. might have been at a different stage to you, yeah. and that's what you're noticing. She wants yeah. a, a family or or a more committed thing, X, Y, Z. That's And you're subconsciously noticing those yeah. kinds of things and, and what she puts out. And that was it. Like... For for a start, she was working full time, mm, and so yeah. uh, 
you know, she was like, what are you going to do while I'm at work? I was like, well, hey, you invited me here. So. I shall be a kept man <laughs> at yeah. home. Yeah. Well, I was like, I'm going to wander the streets of Melbourne like a lost dog. <laughs> and and I did. And I was like, Melbourne kind of sucks. You she- can walk around the CBD in 20 minutes. I love Melbourne, don't you dare. <laughs> um, I would have taken the week off if I were her. Yeah. Like... You'd think so. Yeah, or but at least a couple not. of days. No. Nope. nope, she just wanted a little doggy at home. Yeah. No, sorry, that's terrible. You're not a dog, but... Thank you. Yes. Uh, but I, I checked out Melbourne, and I was... I'm very loosey-goosey, uh, as you can tell by, like, this whole relationship. I was like, let's just see how it goes. So right. I, I, I didn't have any plans, and she was like... She wrote the itinerary oh, no. of the week, including my flights, my arrival time. You'll get a taxi from here to here. You'll do this, and then we're going to have... Uh, coffee and tea with my friends on this day and then we'll have the barbecue with my other friends on this no. day then we'll go to the Melbourne Museum no I already have hives mm. and it was a lot and she was like you don't seem like you're enjoying this and I was like I'm not like a great itinerary guy I like uh, you know I'm a happy medium between like let's plan some things but be loosey goosey the rest of the time where it, you know what I mean where it clashes for me is the working full time while you're still down there so she's got uh, Monday to Sunday all planned out but for eight hours every every day during the week I'm going to be gone so entertain yourself but yep. then out, but then when I'm back there's all these plans You've and schedules you my schedule yeah it's really yeah. Just, there's a clash mm. there mm. Um, and I just really like Melbourne is the New York of Australia I was I like I'm New so York excited too. to go yeah. to Melbourne because like I'm not going to be able to go to New York really in the future but Melbourne you know, yeah. it's the arts capital of Australia. I'm so yeah. excited to go there. Yeah. And I got there and I, I found that it wasn't quite what I had expected. I loved the trams. I, I think that, I feel like that's what everyone says about Melbourne. Yeah. But like the house that she was staying in was very small, which is fine. But like we went to this house that I felt like everywhere was falling apart or gra- graffitied. There were cracks in the walls. You could oh, see through I all the buildings. I know what you went to. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was the suburbs I was in. But she was like, we're going to go visit my friends uh, who are surprisingly big celebrities. I oh. can't say who they are. No, but, you absolutely can't, but um, off mic, you better believe I'm who you are. Surprisingly large celebrities. So Shaq, Shaq <laughs> uh, who else is really large? No, uh, stop, <laughs> get out, you're fired. But we, we were walking through the house and they were like, yeah, you know, the owner is going to give it to them when they're done. It's worth like uh, $1.25 million, this house at the end. I was like, oh, I'm keen to see it. And it was like a corridor, a fucking bedroom. Oh, like, a long terrace house, like the railway car apartments. Yeah, mm. yeah I love and, them. And I was like, oh, I noticed that you got like a big split in all the bricks and I can see outside your million dollar house. And everyone's like, yeah, it's really bohemian and cool. And I was like, <laughs> I hate this. This yeah. is so pretentious. You know, that's here in Brisbane now, right? I <laughs> hate that as well. <laughs> but oh, And I remember I was talking about it on a tram loudly and I could feel all the Melbourne people being like, oh, and she was like, you just don't get it. It's just the vibe. It's art. And it's like, I I'm not going to pay a million dollars to stay in a fucking house with cracks in the walls. This Welcome, is bullshit. Welcome to Australia in 2023, my friends. I love it. I love this fucking I still energy. remember when I lived in Sydney that a building, an apartment near me sold for $1.32 million and it had no floor. What? Yeah. Because it was that. in Ashfield. Good. It had good bones. Yes. quite. <laughs> now, Alex, as you're walking around Melbourne going, this is shit, I hate that, this is rubbish, <laughs> fuck off, is that, do you reckon there's any chance that you were stressed or worried or upset with the relationship you had found yourself or the, or and you were just taking it on Melbourne or did Melbourne actually get your ire and, your, and rightfully so? No, nah, I, I think... 
I got to take you back to like I'm not paying for it. You can pay for it, but we got to go back to Melbourne. I got to show you the good places. I, I hope you do. I have family members, hello Charlotte, in Melbourne who listen, and like they like Melbourne is good. Melbourne is lovely. Melbourne is where my heart is. I didn't. I didn't see good Melbourne. No. They they took me to a bar. I was like, oh, it's the tinfoil bar, and they call it that because all the walls, the wallpaper had been stripped down and like the silver insulation yeah. was everywhere. Oh, and everyone was like, like a health hazard, so though. cool and blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is stupid <laughs> and boring I mean, and expensive. And Depending, it. if you're hanging with artsy people in Melbourne, like not just people who like arts, but artsy people, there mm. is a difference. They're giant wankers. <laughs> so wanky. Like that was the thing, that, like I'm saying like so much, I'm sorry. There was a lot of things that were a problem. One of the ones that are just kind of, it, it ate at me and isn't like a real deal breaker is that the pretentiousness and I can't stand hipsters and pretentiousness. Mm. And I, she was like, what do you, what movies do you like? I was like, well, I'm enjoying Marvel and stuff. And she was like, oh, I can't stand Marvel and big blockbusters. They're all the same. And to quote the college humor video, so are sunsets and rainbows, but they're still <laughs> interesting. Look at, and like, I get it. Marvel fatigue, yada, yada. And I was like, well, what, what films do you like? And she was like, I only watch Chinese science fiction. No, that's In niche absolute wankery. seriousness. Where's the button? Where, I, which mm. one's the button, today? <laughs> I forget blue. Yeah. Like I'm all for liking art house cinema, which I thought you were going to say, but like specifically, yeah. no, that's too niche. Yeah. And that was Spe- especially if you only watch that. Yeah. And I was like, well, what music do you like then? She's like, oh, I like this this Russian band. And I, what just, else do you listen to? The one? Like, just this Russian band. <laughs> and I was like, you have made being indie your whole thing, right? right. Yeah. And you are so insistent on being like a hipster artist person. And I hate that because I do fucking sweat. You're like, I am what you pretend to be. Yeah. (laughs) I I fucking work my shit kicker job to live in my hovel to make my art. And uh, we so expensive. And anyway, it's fine. That's something that annoys me. But during the the week, uh, she was talking about uh, her ex and she was like, oh, it fell through because, you know, he uh, he didn't he didn't want kids. And that's why it ended. And Oof. I was, and we had talked about it before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought, I thought that he didn't want kids, and that was one of many reasons that it ended. Because you know, you kept trying, and then it kind of fell apart. And she's like, No, it's because he didn't want kids. I want kids, and that's a deal breaker for me. And she's mid thirties. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, I can't even imagine what kind of pressure the female that body is. is bullshit. Let me put it mm-hmm. out there right now: the fact that it puts an absolute time limit on who we have to select. Yeah, it's. Fucked. Yeah. And so I'm I'm there in this woman's house and I'm like, I, I don't know if I want kids. And I don't know if I want them with you. Like yeah, we only just I, met, we, really. We yeah. And shit. she teared up a little bit and was like, Let's not talk about this right now. Oh and no. And then we continued our holiday. Oh no. Oh, I can feel the the walls. Yeah, just does gone everyone up else have that second hand uh, anxiety, that sort of second yep. hand? Oh, but that was like towards the end, so it was fine. As in the end of the whole day. As fine as it could be. Yeah. But, you know, like aside from that as well, and I recognize that to her, I'm the bad guy in this story because I feel like I wasted her time. And I guess maybe I did because I wasn't living like a 29-year-old. I was living like a fucking 20-year-old. But we went to the art museum and she showed me off to all her friends and all her friends looked at me weird, like, because she was like, I'm the baby in my group. So all these fucking 40-year-old pretentious dinguses. 
<sighs> and then do not speak dispar- like I'm not in my 40s, but do not speak disparagingly of people who are. That's true. That's true. It was just the the energy is so different. I guess different. that when you're in your mid 20s, hanging out with 40 year olds feels fucked. Yeah, like you know they're like, oh, we're gonna go hang out at our friend's house, and they they cooked us. They cooked us kale, fucking, blah, 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 and look at all this fancy stuff. Aren't we artists? And they talk about their. So you had like a proper wanker dinner party. So wankery, and like yeah. I don't, the people watching Was can't there see food me. on toothpicks at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, I figured there would. be. And wine. Yeah. Fucking popped wine. Like Did you might not be able to. They tell you about the wine. Did they tell yeah, you about the course. notes in the wine? Of course. It's got a mouth feel that's Tens. like mm. I don't know. I don't know why. I cannot stand pretentiousness. I yeah. I watched a video that made me really mad today. It was like, oh, Messina, you know, people are saying, why does this Viennetta cost $120 when we can get it for $8 at Woolies? And it's like, well, it takes a team of seven people five weeks to make 200 of these. And it's like, yeah, but why does it cost $120? <laughs> it's a fucking Viennetta. God damn it. Ah, it's just ice cream. Why? Fuck. <laughs> It makes me so angry, especially in the fucking society we're living in at the moment where stuff's going through the roof. But I'm also like, pay the ice cream workers a fair wage, Pay the ice cream workers a fair wage. (laughs) But the company should pay the ice cream workers a fair wage. (laughs) And they do that by charging $120 for a Viennetta with like some kind of delicious centre. I can't stand it. But I go back to Brisbane. Okay. And she was like, I was sad that you didn't have any nice clothes when you met my friends, so I bought you some, no. some nice clothes and I sent that's them to no you. Good. That's and I was no like, good. oh, that's nice. Thank that's a much. judgment call yeah. in a gift. It that's did, did not feel that way. nice. Um, and it's odd that we were still together after that because and I know it was definitely after that. And you can totally buy a, a partner clothing. You're not, you're, you are allowed to... Like but you influence don't how they dress. It You're by allowed saying, to, yeah, but make it. A I given. was sad that you didn't look nice yeah. in front of my friends. So here's a spruce up, boyo. Like, yeah. no, you can't. You're totally allowed to go. I was shopping. I saw this jacket, and, and I, I thought, thought of you. you. That's yeah, the line that's you want. how you do it. Kibang, kibang. But was, no, not you. Look like shit, and I want you <laughs> so to look I'm better. So I'm fixing you. Here it was you just shop t-shirts as well. It was like you ain't got no clothes. Here they are. And it, it was it was a kind thing to do. It's a very Melbourne thing to do to buy you something from an off shop, can I say? Mm. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, we kept talking. It's because she shut out of her brain. Like as soon as she shut that conversation down, she yeah. put that in her. I'm going to lock this away, and we're not talking about it because this is an inconvenient truth. The for not me. Yeah. the 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 having kids conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I suddenly became very aware of the fact of, you know, I am wasting this person's time. Good on you for having that thought, though, because a lot of people are willing to just completely date somebody right up until the point when they're like, are we having children or not? And then it explodes. And you could have kept on taking her gifts, her money, her time, you know, so you could have kept on doing that, so you didn't. That's good. Well... Well, so we don't know that yet. Yes, I mean, haven't. she sent them to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's ask right. Her. That's right. Um, but I think I was like, you know, we kind of had a bit of a conversation while I was in Melbourne and we kind of put a stopper in it. Should we take the stopper out? Should we talk about that? Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just she was like, you know, I do you want to have kids? And I was like, I don't know. I, I, I've always been open to having kids. Mm. I wanted to have kids with someone that I've known for maybe five years of my life maybe well, someone I'm married that to much time. No. No. Yeah. and she's like well I want to have kids within like the next year or two do you and like you don't have to say yes or no but I need to know whether you're gonna know within the next like 
two weeks or like a month or something. Some very short yeah. amount of time yeah. to make a forever decision. Yeah. And I was like, and I always in those situations err on the side of safety and be like, I'm going to say no because yeah, I don't want to say yes. And then yes, you made the right. <laughs> and then yeah. ruin however many lives like hers and whatever poor person is brought into this world and then i'm like i resent you because yeah. i didn't want to have you yeah um and it fucking sucked because we had a, a connection albeit like a blossoming connection yeah but again it's that whole age difference versus stage difference like you can't mold someone and i feel like we had this in our last main episode as well you can't mold someone into the person that you wish they were for the spark to be valid you i know? really felt that was happening as well yeah like, i think it's it, it's a shame, I think, when to when a connection or a relationship just doesn't have timing the legs or the timing doesn't everything. work. Yeah. That's a that's that's a, that's a shame. That's there really, is that's there's really a important. couple of people in my there's one main person in my past who like I honestly think that if we hadn't met each other mm. at a different time, mm. I'd probably be married right now. Mm. Honestly, like yeah. it's just timing is everything. So yeah, sometimes sometimes life throws you up these these instances where there's no bad guy, there's no good guy, there's mm. just poor timing or poor. Or well, I feel like is. Melbourne is the bad of guy course, in this Melbourne, story. Melbourne and, and <laughs> or house prices or but, pretentiousness. Yeah. Well, I also because I told her I was like you know for us to be together, like I can't do long distance forever. Like, and one I'm sure she probably move, could, and she wasn't one of us gonna, has to move. It wasn't going to be her. And she loved her city. Yeah. And I was indifferent to mine. But all my stuff is here. Yeah. Um, you know, I, at the time I was like, you know, all my connections are in Brisbane. You loathed Melbourne slightly more <laughs> than you loathed Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I feel like I could happily have lived the life that she was introducing me to. Mm. Like, you know, meeting up with close friends and having you know home cooked meals and going out to art shows and all that stuff i'm just not quite there yet i'm hanging out with young friends and doing art things rather than talking about them as if i'm going to one day being patrons of the arts yeah. <laughs> joining your patreon yeah and i think that was a very indicative way of the way that that relationship was unfolding that yeah. she was being your wealthy patron <laughs> it really felt that way i think sometimes you meet people and sometimes you date people when you're an art person and people want to be art people so bad and they sink their hooks into you and you're like now i'm an art person because i'm around this creative person and it's like you're not though i can hardcore relate to that yeah yeah like i've i've there's one of my exes who 100 percent dated me because i was so creative and so you know exciting and i had was so emotional and i felt feelings and they were a rock of yeah. a human and so they were like this is so exciting and then that became all of the shit that they resented me for and tried to yeah. change mm, they're like you right. need to be less sensitive i'm like i thought that was what you liked about me that yeah. i have emotions as opposed to your lack of yeah you know yeah yeah <laughs> and uh yeah so we broke up oh but we're like but we'll still be buds no uh, and i was working on a very big ambitious project which i was having to pay two grand a yep. month for Ooh. over a period of about a year and that was fucked <laughs> and i i had a big organizational thing happening uh to raise funds for it, and she was helping me with that still which i really appreciated mm -hmm. because that's like what she does and i do attribute like the majority of the success of that to her good um because also she was just really good at what she did mm. which was like working with artists to achieve their goals mm. um and i i worry that maybe i was getting more out of her in that aspect 
you know like I, I felt guess, like I was using her I guess that once you put the boundary down of not being together it's then up to her to mm. choose whether she wants to continue to support you knowing that you're not going to reciprocate in a romantic way mm. So and I think, don't I th- beat yourself up too much yeah, about that. I think yeah. you're allowed to question. I think you're allowed to ask yourself those questions. Am I asking a lot of this person? Am I taking too much? But if you can't control how much they're giving, how much mm. the other person is willingly putting forward either. So you can't, can't don't grapple, I think, with that mm. too, too much. Yeah. If she's, if she's giving the money and, get, and giving time and offering it all forward. So how did this peter out then? How did, are you still buds? No. Oh. <laughs> so, um, it ended up, I felt like she kept me around so that she could say how well she was doing. Right. She was like, you know, well, I hear that Gatesy from Tripod single now, so maybe I'll, you know, get in there. And I was like, okay, yeah, go for it. You're single, you know, time's running out, apparently. You seem freaked out, so go for it. Uh-huh. And I think she was trying to get a rise out of me. Right. Uh, but she never did, so I think she just kept going. She'd talk about, like, different people uh in the the melbourne scene uh being like yo i could do this or like oh you know i i did this thing and i'm gonna fuck this guy i can fuck whoever i want now and i'm like yeah you wouldn't have been fucking me i'm asexual yeah (laughs) you know get your rocks off i guess do that you know do all that stuff you like do do. the sex with people go have all the sex um and then i i even though it ended i still had a connection with her Mm. and I have big rejection sensitivity and abandonment issues Mm -hmm. and when I form a big connection with people I hate losing them Mm -hmm. and I was trying to keep the friendship good and then I think I was trying to get the relationship going Mm -hmm. because just because I didn't want a baby in that second didn't mean I I didn't want to date her you know, yeah. I may, I had a moment of rationality and was like, we should not do this because yeah. I don't want a baby. But then, you know, it's, you know. It's, you don't, you don't drop feelings. My, yeah. my feeling on that particular subject. Oh, I'll tell you that in lessons learned. <laughs> yes. Continue. Um, But I felt like she was pulling away. Mm. I felt like she was pulling away. Cause was like, I can sense she's trying to make this start up again. And she drops stuff like, oh yeah, you know, all my friends really hated you. When I met them, when when you met them, I tried to sell them to you, but they all thought you were really shitty. And I was like, that was an odd thing to tell me. Why'd yeah, you tell me that? That's no good. That's mean. That's not on. Just trying to get rises out of you. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I was like, I need to stop trying to instigate this. Maybe. Because also I felt like, okay, so when I try to get close to her, she pulls back. I don't want to lose this friendship, this connection. So what I will do is instead of just being like, there's nothing here, we're fine. I was like, I... I sent her a message that was I actually um, I, I can read it I can read it to you Ooh, a live re- a live message reading came on the, here on the show scrolling 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 okay uh, I feel like I feel like you would be relieved to know I had a date tonight uh, I don't know how to explain it I feel like you felt trapped wanting to be friends and I was being romantic so this would take the pressure off and then she said glad you had a good night I didn't talk for a long time. And then I was like, everything okay? You seem a little not great. Uh, and she sent a big paragraph that was like, this was fucked. I didn't want to hear this um, in nicer words. Yeah. And I was like, I know you have big abandonment issues, so I'm not going to abandon you. But like, I have every right to walk away from this. Um, You're not you know. dating. And she's talking about all the dudes she's fucking. Yeah. Uh, she's like, but I won't because I know that that would really hurt you. And I know you because I also talked to her about all I the I feel like when stuff. you say, I could do this, but I'm not going to, you've mm. done the thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
And then she didn't even see my reply, hasn't seen it, and never spoke to me ever again. <laughs> the Jesus end. The end. I like that it has such a crisp ending, but oh, oof, mm. oofity oof. So here's what I was going to say before and yes. one of my big lessons learned is um, if either one of you still has feelings for the other, you can't be friends. Yeah. You can't yeah. be friends until neither of you has feelings for each other. And, you and, you, and no one wants to hear that, do that. Nobody no wants to wants do that. They're that. like, no, but I still care about the person. No, your friendship is not going to work mm. at all yep. until neither of you has any romantic feelings left for the other. Yeah. And you've got to sometimes... Listen to Auntie Liz. Sometimes you have to go cold turkey and not speak to someone for six months, and then you it's, can pick up a friendship because then the sucks. feelings are gone. It's really it's it fucking re- hurts, awful. It, it hurts, yeah. and you just want to keep the person in your life so that you know you don't feel abandoned or rejected, or you know you're like, but this is a good person. Why would I not keep them in my life? Because it's torturing you. Yep, exactly. Because you are hurting your own fucking feelings if you are still friends with someone that you harbor a flame for. Still, mm. spot on. Uh, if either if kids is a question mark on the table what you have to be 100% yes before it's you it's a fuck yes kids has to be a fuck kids. yes it can't They're, be a maybe it can't be a someday don't Especially talk yourself into it like if you oh, are no, not the I baby birthing part yeah. party because that person is on a timeline that you are not on. Yep. Yeah. If not you are not the one who wants to carry a child, then you are not on that same timeline. You're not going to uh, don't talk, don't try and talk yourself into it or oh, I'm sure I'll be convinced. No. If it's if it's on the table like it was with with Alex, yeah. better off saying no than than yeah, yeah. Right. And and I really as I said at the time, I like the fact that you are conscious of the fact that you might be wasting her time yes. because Very good. It's all well and good to see where a relationship goes, but if someone has a non-negotiable I want children and yep. they're already at the point where it's going to be more difficult for them to do that, you need to say to them, you know, if you want kids, it's not going to be with me in the next two years, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Um, don't waste people's time if you know they have non-negotiable goals just because they make you feel lovely and hearts and flowers. And I agree. Yeah. Uh, Alex, if anything, what did you learn from your experience? Sometimes you don't have to learn anything. Sometimes you can just be a big idiot and not learn anything in life. I don't think every... Uh... You're calling Alex a big <laughs> idiot? No, no, no. I'm talking, uh, uh, not today, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to everyone at home. You can, sometimes you can just be a big dummy and mm. it's okay. Uh. I feel like I I feel like I was the I was the villain of this, you know. You Zane's nodding. <laughs> was he? I didn't yeah. even see that. I thought he was like <laughs> he just yeah. moved his head. Oh, sorry, Zane. I'm very um, I'm very precious about this. I feel like this isn't this is a the situation is the villain. Yeah, I agree. There's no right. I don't think no anyone's a bad guy. Like mm. I think potentially, um, you know, maybe you let it go on a little bit longer than you should have. Mm. And I think you should have communicated, you both should have communicated a little bit earlier about whether you were, yes, we're in or yes, we're seeing how this goes. Because I feel like she Mm. was like, yes, we're in. And Mm. you were like, yes, we're seeing how this goes. And that's two very different platforms from which to spring. Um, But other than that lack of earlier communication, I think it's a situation sucks. Mm. And I think really? uh, from her, I think there was more villainy from from something she did. Yeah, uh, in like her, telling in the way telling she spoke. you that her f- yeah. friends hated you is just rude. Buying you clothes because you didn't look nice. She was sad that you didn't look nice enough for her friends. That's mm. really fucking rude. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, you did, you didn't do anything anything like that. So I, uh, I think yeah, I think I I absolve you 
in <laughs> the, that the court is first. Yeah, I think I think those things. She might not be a terrible person, but those two things were shitty. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree there. What's odd is that she's you know not even seen any of the messages I sent her, but she is amongst the first to see any TikToks I post. Sorry, uh, messages. How many did you send her, Alex? Well, I can read them to you. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I don't need you to read yeah, them. Need I just need you to tell me how many you sent. Have you sent fifty in the past? You know, in the past that she week, has not replied to, Alex. Have you sent? Two? I sent three in no. response to hers. Then I no. sent oh, no, not a then. three. Oh, stop saying words. That Alex. evening, then I sent Alex. Alex. You're killing me, baby. Uh, and then the next me. day, you're killing me. I sent. I'm I sent two you're that were just like, hey, I know you're busy. <laughs> you are hurting me. Um, and then I sent I'm one. crying, Alex. I sent one an hour later. I was like, oh, I have an anxious attachment style. And then You think the next, he's doing this for a bit? The but I'm sitting day, next to him with his open computer and it's just all a like blue text. Two weeks later. Oh, Alex. And then. What's going on? Uh, like a month later. The, la- the last one I sent was, hey, I hope you're okay. I'm actually getting pretty worried. No! Because she didn't post much on social media. And I was like, maybe she's fucking dead. Like, I genuinely thought she was Boundaries, dead. Boundaries, Alex! I and never then, wanted to quit a podcast more. And then I literally just away. rubbed my eyes so yeah, hard I'm that crying. I'm seeing stars I'm right crying. now. I'm crying. You've got te- oh, Alex, tears in my eyes. What are you doing to I got us? a new lesson learned. We were so calm. we got to do the whole thing again, right? What did we learn? Alex, how many... If you res- don't get a response... <laughs> After I'm going to be generous and say three texts over the course of 48 yeah, hours. Yeah, at least, yeah. So if you send three because you're the type of person that sends one sentence per text, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But if you then wait 24 hours and send another, mm. yeah, no. Yeah, it's no good. No, they're setting a boundary. They don't have the ability to say to you, please stop, because sometimes that's difficult. And yes, they should, but that doesn't always happen. Mm. If something is wrong they will tell the people in their network in their close network of friends and those friends will help them brisbane guy is not going to help melbourne lady if she's lying in a ditch somewhere no matter how many times you text her my uh, yes i've got an ex-girlfriend and we were together for a very long time but she now in a different life has different people to talk to in a really like i care for her it's not my job and and i know that that was probably only the last out of the 50 or so texts that you sent (laughs) um saying uh, I'm genuinely worried about you. Um, but, like, just, no. You're better than that, Alex. You are better than sending that. No, don't shake your fucking head at me, both Alex and Zane. I reckon we, we you just... You are better than that, air. Alex. I know you may not think that you're better than that, but you are better than quadruple million texting. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going we're gonna to call it here so that we can yeah. bully and bully. If you get I mean, anxious, uh, here's this one thing air. I will tell readers, right? And this is one thing that's worked for me in the past. If you get anxious, because I used to be the type of person that would have to have my phone physically fucking taken away from me in sure. my early mm. 20s when I was texting someone. If you get anxious, find a friend that you can send all of the texts that you wish you could send this person to. Or write them all in notes and mm. don't fucking send them. Mm. Get it out of so your system. So either get yeah. it out so that someone can say to you, you're being insane, I love you, <laughs> but calm the fuck down. Or yeah. in a thing where you can't accidentally fucking send it. Because people don't owe you that attention mm. if you want it. Yes. 
Um, and also like I can relate. I can hardcore relate. I have done this before. I remember one of my boyfriends in my early 20s. I was bawling my eyes out on my bed and my flatmate literally came into my room and took my Nokia phone off me and put it in the fucking freezer where I couldn't find it. Um, because I was texting three, four, five times going, just tell me everything's fine. Just reassure me. Just make me not feel like a fuckwit. And I was making more of a fuckwit of myself with every text. Yeah. So sorry to end on a Debbie Downer. No, but it's yes, okay. Have the con- find a friend to send all that shit to. I know at least now three or four friends who I could send my insane messages to and they'd be like, I'm really sorry. One of them would be like, I'm really sorry you're hurting, which is partly what I need. The other one would be like, stop it, you stupid fucking Muppet, which is also what I need. And the other one would be like, do you want me to bring over KFC, which is also what I need, you know? Mm. Like find people that you can tell, let your crazy out to rather than somebody who, that's all I'll say. I'm done. My rant is over. I love you, Alex. I really do, but you're better than that many messages. (laughs) Thank you. We'll take this off air and and, uh, kindly berate Alex some more. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen and all and sundry, thank you for tuning in to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. We really enjoy – we really love having you and we love love doing this show. So the fact that we get to do it more is is just wonderful. Uh, Elizabeth and I, thank you for that. Send your stories in to ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com. Any Uh, of our social medias or if you want to actually – be a guest we've got a form that we haven't talked about in a little while on that's not canon.com forward slash ghosts of boyfriends past and you can be a guest on the show and have me berate you for your text messaging <laughs> yeah, just like it, alex as the music fades out we're gonna rip into alex some more just a little bit okay just one more thing just... alex one more thing <laughs> <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off-limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.